They say we sick with it, you better wear a mask They say we're moving towards the top, but we work like we're trash I mean these conversations happening, you shouldn't have asked We're the winners of the future, not a slave to the past You said we never ever make it, and I'm saying you lied Tune in every Monday, press play, share, and subscribe Your invoice has been processed, bring me my money, don't hide Don't play with me, I'm Kingdom and I'm Southside Hey Tweety, what are you drinking over there? How's it went? all right guys so you caught us we are drinking our favorite coffee and that is hustle blends coffee hustle blends coffee is curated for visionaries um high performing people executors all of the above and we want to share this coffee with you so we have recently launched our coffee in a cold brew that's right packaged up just for you it could be delivered to your door anytime you want it to be delivered so while you're working on building that billion dollar plan and you're already getting your services from renown.tech go ahead and throw back a shot of coffee that is hustle blends shop hustle blends at www.hustleblends with a z Dot com. Coffee and Jesus all day, baby. What's up, Hustle Gang? You are tuned in to another episode of Million Dollar Conversations Podcast. Of course, you already know, or maybe you don't know, but I am your favorite rich auntie. Um, listen, I come to Christmas and I bring gift cards. Wow. That's it. Mighty nice of you. That's all. <laughs> it's your boy. You know what I'm saying? Trigger T. We in the building uh, today. We just ate. Wait, 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 wait. Wait. Sweetie, every week we do this, and every week it's like I, it's it gets ex- increasingly more perturbing for me. That's a big word. But I am problematic, Patty, aka Master P, aka. I have a lot of names. I just choose to, cho- you know, whatever the week gives to me. This week I'm Trigger T. Why Trigger T? Because I got my finger on the trigger. I'm ready. I'm ready to aim at just topics that we don't discuss about. I'm ready to bring to the the board, the powers that be, uh, new information that may help you increase your uh, uh, relationship, to increase your knowledge on business. I'm here. Uncle, we in the building. Trigger T, what's up? You know what? I actually have nothing to say this week to that because I feel I felt that. I felt that and I feel like you genuinely meant it. From the bottom of your heart. But what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode. Man, listen, 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 listen. Y'all, we've had such a good time with you guys on this podcast for this season. After this episode, we got one more. One. One more. Not two. One more. Uno. One more. Moja. Let's do a freestyle about one more. No, we're not going to go there. You got one more. All right. That's all you got out (laughs) of us. All right. Listen, we do need to... um, Take a break from the podcast after this next episode. Not a break from you guys, of course, but we have some other projects that are consuming a lot of time and we will be back. We will be back. Give us about four weeks and we coming right back with season two. And season two is already cooking up, y'all. Yeah, we, it's already in the pot. Yeah, we, we, we got some great things coming up, you know, just finding different ways to uh, just showcase who we are through the podcast and also share the wealth of knowledge um, every week, just, you know, even in micro, 
even with micro content, you know, that we post on Instagram and all those different things. So we, we're, we're excited. So right now, if you are not following us on Instagram, if you're not liking and following our page on Facebook, we are going to give you. And before we start this podcast, we're going to give you a complimentary 10 seconds to go and take care of those things. And also text three people in your phone right now who, you know, ain't doing nothing but sitting up in the bed, rubbing their toes together, watching Moesha. Not the to toes. Go, Yes, to go like <laughs> Hustle Blends with a Z on all social media content. Let's go ahead and give them some time, Tweety. All right, you should be done by now. Now we're going to give you another complimentary 10 seconds to go and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or, and share this podcast with somebody. Let's give, actually, we're going to give you five seconds because that don't take no time. You want to give them some time, Tweety? Five seconds. Here you go. All right, and this is your last job. Before we even get started good, you need to go and review this podcast, okay? This is how more people find it, all right? This helps with our visibility, all right? This helps with our ratings. So if when you go and you review our podcast, you letting somebody else know when they're out there stumbling across things in the podcast world right. that this is a podcast that's worth pressing play on. Yeah, top 200, baby. Entrepreneurship. <laughs> Uh, and and we striving and we, we don't say it with pride, but we, we put a lot of hard work, a lot of sweat, a lot of uh, just hard, hard and long nights just getting this ready for y'all. So it's not just a, um, a, a stunt. It's just more on like, man, we really are putting our best content for y'all. So we appreciate y'all. So we're going to go ahead and get started with the first part of our podcast. All right. A few episodes ago, we decided to start letting y'all in on some things about us. So you can kind of know what the vibe is when it comes to us. Because I feel like for those first few episodes, we literally just got on here. We just started talking. Like we literally just got on here and started talking noise. And y'all learned a little bit about us. But this podcast is filled with a whole lot, a whole lot. All right, y'all. So this part of the podcast is what I call a little shim, 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 shim. So you can learn a little shim, 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 shim. All right. So for this part, Twee and I are going to describe three albums, three all-time albums that we can play. Frontward, backward, no skips. What is an album in your arsenal mm. at any given time? Yes. And and I'm going to add this on there because this ain't just going to be no dry album drops. All right. That you had. So this you cannot skip anything on it. OK. And you also have to let us know why that album um, was a no skipper for you. Um, OK. So I'll start. OK. Uh, the first album I have on here, all my artists, one are either you either going to really know a lot about them or you're going to know nothing about them. There's okay. no in between. OK. Um, the first artist um, I do have or the first album is called Something to Feel mm-hmm. by Mac Ayers. Oh. Um, and I, I ran into this guy or not not physically, but I was on Spotify and I was just looking for somebody who I could listen to, mm-hmm. uh, but also somebody who can give a message of either hope, love, peace. And sometimes we try to look for that in the Christian arena. And just because it says Christian music doesn't always mean it's Christian music. Mm-hmm. Um, and not necessarily that this guy's music is Christian, but it was so peaceful. It was so full of soul. Um, and come to find out, like I was like, he sounds really black, but it's a white brother on here, like really singing, really, really soulful. Like yeah, it was just yeah, very dope. melodic. It was, um, 
easy to listen to. Every song, I didn't skip not one song when I first heard it. Mm -hmm. And to this day, I don't skip any part of the album mm -hmm. when I get to it because it it's nostalgic. You know, it just takes you to the, a period, the era of just, oh man, just got out of college. That's how it feels to me. Okay. The way he. He's, What a great time. Yeah, something to feel. Something to feel. Make you feel young again. Yes. All right, guys, I'm going to go on record for letting you know that I am not. Um, so my husband is the person that is the music head. Okay. I like good music. There's a difference between us. All right. My husband loves good music, but he also like is willing to just like listen to new music when it comes out. He will listen to whole albums. He would give them a shot. He'll give them a chance. I'm not that person. I have... To all of those people that were old enough to actually go shop for CDs, like something like 15, 20 years ago, um, I used to be the person that would pick up a CD and read the names of the songs to see if it sounded like something that I would actually listen to. <laughs> okay, so with that being said, you are not going to get any... Um, What does Pandora call it? Deep cuts. You're not going to get any deep cuts from me. All right. I listen to some new music, but I am soup. I am like your 40 year old auntie that sit that walks around her kitten heels, um, just listening to the same song again. Go ahead, and again. just drop drop the first. Album. And it hit the same. Come all on. right, so I'm going to go ahead and keep y'all a little young for for a minute, and I am going to say Kendrick Lamar to Pimp a Butterfly is an album that I can listen okay. to. From the first song, the intro rather, um, and all the sound bites in between the songs all the way to the end. Speaking of that, what happened to all the great intros that, you know, before a song, like there was always like. We didn't appreciate them. I appreciate them. Now. I never appreciated intros until they, they were gone. Because nowadays people just get on it. Even yeah. like, the last good intro we ever like, heard Whoa. was from Meek Mill. Oh, we're not ready for that. Because the album went before he even started the. You know, all the way. To I used it. to kind of like top. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. a great intro. Like yeah, he yeah. actually went somewhere with it. Like True. you know, and um. Anyways, we're gonna come back to keep going, keep going. But yeah, yeah. So I just feel like it was a body of work, and I'm one who appreciates writing. I'm one who appreciates um, effort, and just just the overall album was an entire vibe. Um, the time it reminded me of is when I was in college. I think I may have been like a sophomore or a junior in college. And this album came out, and I was like, "Wait a minute! Like, what? What is this? I haven't, I hadn't heard anything like it of recent. So it's, it's one of those for me. It's up there for me. Yeah, I think it was a generational album for mm -hmm. him. I mm -hmm. think it was something that is timeless. Yeah, um, and it's it, only gonna get bigger as it gets older. Right. It was yeah. relatable content. Absolutely. That you know, 50 years from now, somebody will pick that over some of the stuff that we think is hot right now. Right. Because it had actual meaning it was holds it, a lot of weight right so I, i definitely agree with that so the second album for me you know i like i say i like the underdogs but i also love the fact that it's not the fact that they're underdogs that i love them it's the fact that nobody really sees the greatness in them yeah um so it's maverick city volume three oh, part come one on. come on from start to finish I don't know who That's the creative good. team is behind this, yeah. but they made it like an actual album, yeah. like a live concert. I felt like I was in the room with they them recording. Jam. They jam. So for me, it was like, dang, not only are we jamming, but we worshiping, we worship, we worshiping God. You go from crying to one song to the next song you're laughing, yeah. the next song you're smiling, next song you're jumping up and down. Yeah. Like 
it's the perfect body of work for me. So um, it really reminded me of the first time when I got saved, how on fire I was for Christ. Mm -hmm. So putting an album like this in my repertoire right. uh, really helps me know how to, you know, get the vibes going. Because right. every Monday, there, there has to be a vibe. There has to be a vibe. <laughs> you got to set the tone. Right. So I, I try Shout to. Shout out to Maverick City. Yeah. Dope, dope group, dope concept. Whoever's behind the the branding of it yeah. is also a genius. Yeah. So keep it up, whoever that is. Love it. Love Maverick City. All right. My second album. <laughs> I feel so bad because y'all are so not going to get any like like all of these albums that I am listing right now. Let let me go on record for saying these are just albums that I could listen to backwards and forwards. This does not mean this is all that I listen to. Okay, but um, another one, another college fave. Okay, so it's just something about girls in college. You know, Drake just speaks to us like he just speaks to who we are. And so really? I just suggest right now, you know, whatever time you listening to this right now, yeah, and laugh you in the now, car, cry later. Oh, that's his new one, right? Mm -hmm. I don't even keep up with Drake no more. Um, but I have like a whole theory, like a whole dissertation on Drake. Um, but anyway, uh, what's it called? Nothing was the same with his head in the clouds. That was a great album. That was a great album. That was a great time. Twenty fourteen. Met my husband that year. It was a great day. All right. I mean, I'm not going to debate with you. If you say it's great, it's great. It was great. It was a great album. Reminded me of just, I think that was like the, um, for so long in my life, I've always felt like I was the oldest young person in the room, even if I wasn't the oldest biological person. Like, right. And so I think that album for me was like, reminded me that I was still just kind of young. And mm. I was like, oh, this is cute. And, and so. You know, you know why? Uh, a lot of ladies love Drake mm -hmm. because he was one of the first rappers to really open his heart. Mm -hmm. And and because he's light skinned. Well, there's a lot. Of a lot of rappers have actually well, opened up their heart. Let's not even do that. Listen, listen to what I'm saying. LL Cool J opened his heart, but he wanted to box you at the same time. But he was very like, sensitive. But he Drake got some some money in the grave. He like he's, he, he, he he get aggressive. He, but it, it, we still know. Like, I mean, he's still soft. But, but I mean, zero I, to hundred. Can uh, real quick. But listen, to real me. quick. You're, you're missing my point here. Whole squad on that. Okay, I'm ahead. trying to help you. All right, I'm listening. And the listeners. Sure. The reason right why here. he is beloved by a lot of women is not the fact that he is just emotional. He's duplicitous. Mm -hmm. He can give you the emotion side. He can give you, hey, I'm a, I'm a G from where. Like, <laughs> but just, uh, just the, the multiple different, you know, personalities. I've seen men cry to Drake too, but we're not that's, ready for that We're not ready. I'm, that's pretty sad. We're not ready for that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> that is sad. So uh, wait, who is the number one emotional rapper that men flock to? I'm just curious. Uh... I mean, men really go hard on like Kevin Gates. I can see a lot of real men. I've seen a lot Kevin of Gates. women who like Kevin Gates. Well, I'm talking about crying. You said cry, like oh, you know, okay. he can. Man, she left me, like you know, with his kind of, you know, his, oh. his aggressive singing style. Like, man, you know, please write in and let us know what songs are you. What what's on your breakup playlist? We just want to know. I don't. We um, just want to know. But. I mean, I never really had that. Like when I was when I was, you know, out there, I I didn't have a breakup album or mm -hmm. song. It was more of a, you know, just vibes. Like you know, mm -hmm. like I, it wasn't even angry. It was just like, man, moving on. Like 
Drake was not in my playlist. It was more like Wale and, you know. You were a wale Yeah. And now you talk about him, and I'm like, don't burn the bridge. Well, I don't talk about him. I talk about how he really left his roots in a way to where this guy's the best rapper out of some of the people that we put at the top category, but his... He's a subgenre unto himself. I wouldn't say he's the best, but okay. No, I'm, I'm saying he's the best based off of the work he's done. I'm talking about rapping, like putting words together mm-hmm. and ry- rhyming, going from, you know, bar to bar. Like, I really think he'd go with anybody. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's just the, the emotion of the game gets to you. And I felt like a lot of, you know, outside noise got inside. And now he tried to become Booby something. Gibson makes good music. <laughs> Nobody's ready for this conversation. This is letting me know that no. in 2020, as as forward, as progressive as we all are trying to move as a generation, and nobody's there are certain conversations you y'all know, are there's not some willing listeners to have. Who actually have to Google who that is? I like Booby Gibson. So name me two songs. Nobody knows what's going on. Okay, can Another I talk one? to you for a minute? Another one. God, and put me on this gift and left me all alone. Yes, it's time I do. <laughs> that's Come on, only, sweetie, you know it. That's so the, I put down the what? Put down the rod. And do what? Pick up the pig. <laughs> <laughs> he knows the guys. Don't let don't let the smooth taste fool you. Don't let it fool you. All right, go ahead for your next album. Tweet. My last. Uh, I feel like I gotta give two though, because it's two. I mean, okay. Can I give two That's more? Fine. That's fine. Okay, so the first one is gonna be the Glory album by Kristen Gray, and. He's been riding for Chris Stein Gray for a long time. A lot of people have canceled this Christian man of God Mm -hmm. who has made error in his personal life Mm -hmm. or in in how people perceive him. I don't even say error in his life because I don't know him. Mm -hmm. Um, And I believe that a lot of people who get in the Christian neo soul subgenre get left out and just be put out and like, oh, that's just Molly music. He happens to be Christian Mm -hmm. and now he out in the world that we forgot about him. He's not really for Christ. And I'm like, I ain't like, you know, you never really know where God is sending people to go do the work. And God convicted me of that when it came to Lecrae. And how I was like, well, he out in the world, he doing music with so-and-so and and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't know where God has called him to. So I don't have a um, I don't. I, I don't have to keep trying to put him in a box of right. this is how you should sound. Right. You should evolve as yeah, an artist. Absolutely. You've been in the music industry fifteen years. I shouldn't expect you to, to constantly the yeah. doing the same thing. So, right. like um, when I listened to Christian Grey, the Glory album, I mean, it gave me some Stevie Wonder vibes. Tell them why you really like it. I really like it. And, you know, before, uh, right before we got married, like he, this album came out and he was just talking about how he loved his daughter, how he loved his wife and, you know, they're no longer together, but just the, 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 the beauty in his, in the way he, he song married wrote, a fan, right? he did not marry a fan. He married somebody he met at a concert. Who was it? <laughs> <laughs> Perspective. Perspective. It was a fan. Somebody he met well, at a where concert. In the, okay. Where in the building was she? She was in, in the, the back, crowd. actually. She was in the crowd. She was not in the crowd. Okay, where was she at? She was in the back what somewhere. What was she doing? She was probably working. Working doing what? I mean, you know, working the lights or something. Like, I he think, married a fan, and it's okay. Listen, the thing about... Just letting y'all know groupie love apparently works. Okay, go ahead. My bad. One, he was separated. Okay. From his wife. Sure. That that was already, the divorce was already put in place. And, and the thing is, it shouldn't take away from the music. Mm-hmm. 
King David had he slept with his best friend's wife. Like mm-hmm. we can't really start putting people out or ousting them of the gift that's already in them because of what's going on personally. We do that to pastors. You know what? You know, I'm going to bring myself to the red table for that because, (laughs) because I feel like I personally have held grudges against artists and like listen Mm. to their music differently based off of what they had done. You know what I mean? Like Like they can't evolve. Like they can't forgive I still kind of side-eyeing Alicia Keys. Why? Because like she came in when homegirl was still married to Swiss Beats. You don't, you don't know anything about the story. You know I don't. What, you I know don't. what Shade Room and all these other people have told Which you. Which Shade Room is a viable source? In in certain circumstances and situations, it's viable. But I could be a viable source. The, the ex-wife could be a viable source to say that, no, that's not the case. Which the ex-wife has said. That is not the case. Right, so right. Who, who do you, who but you don't it's, believe? It's literally how the information trickles. Like, I'm not saying I'm right. I am bringing... This is the red table. I'm at it. So, let me ask you a question. So, it's the fact that that's how you heard it first. Not the fact that there's That is absolutely... How it was framed. Yes. Right. And so, every time she was behind a piano, I'm like, turn this off. I'm... I'm (laughs) Every time she's at the BET... Well, I think she hosted something. Did she host the Grammys? (laughs) No, she was doing the verses with John Legend. Which she bodied the mess out of John. John, I'm sure she did. Alicia got some hits. There was no legend in the room. It was just Alicia got some hits. It's fine. But, like, it just made me so bitter towards her as a person. And I don't know her. I was like, don't nobody care that you're not wearing makeup. Don't nobody care that you over here, you know, walking around barefoot and talking about you're a soul goddess. Don't nobody care. Do you, do you know what we call people like that? What do you call me? I'm, I'm Haters. Here. Yeah. Because we don't understand somebody. Mm-hmm. We're immediately labeling. I mean, uh, I don't agree with the whole goddess and all that. Cool. But, like, I already know you in the world. Like, so, I'm, you know, like, I'm going to leave that to God to do mm-hmm. the judging. Like, I already know where you at. So, there's no point in me, like, seeing you like that. I'm trying to see the... I'm trying to see the hope, like maybe one day. Right. The thing is, we do even subconsciously think that we're developing a relationship with the people that we listen to music to. Like in Mm -hmm. some some like there's some sort of relatability because I wouldn't listen to somebody I can't relate to. You know what I mean? And so people tend to um, just like it can. I can see how things like really mess with some people when they're overly invested in things. Like I remember watching an interview where I think it was with Issa Rae. And she was saying something about like a fan like wrote to her and like cussed her out and said, how could you, how could you do Daniel like that? And like just really chewing her out and reading her for filth. And she's like, y'all do understand (laughs) that this is completely make-believe. This is fake. But people get so wrapped up and so invested in fake things and and making it so personal that they, they do you know what I mean? Like they it do becomes, take it home with them. B- because nobody. So I was, I was doing my Dallas music research mm-hmm. um, on Facebook, mm-hmm. and you know I'm not gonna name names, but there was this popular Dallas uh, singer mm-hmm. that came. Oh no, she she's from Philadelphia, but came to Dallas, and she was part of the Roots. She was part of, you know, Erica Badu and her were friends. Mm-hmm. And she was kind of just exp- showcasing the true identity of people in music that people will never know. True. Because it's just a painted story. Yeah. It's like, nah, man, they know me for the love songs. Yeah. I'm Neo Soul. I'm right. this. I'm that. You don't really know the witchcraft or the things that yeah. go behind the music. Erica Badu is a plain in sight witch. She ain't even trying to hide. She ain't even trying to be subtle. 
Senses. I, I'd rather I'd rather see people like that because you see them coming. You see um, them coming. That's what I'm saying. Now that we're on music, I don't mean to go too deep, but I want to ask you this: Do you know what the job, what what task the devil had in heaven when he was in heaven? Yeah, he he was over music. All right. Yeah. So when we have music and we have the sounds that are being created. You got to start asking yourself, like, is it deeper than what I think it is? Absolutely. And so, like, when I try to listen to music from a a perspective of how am I feeding my spirit? Mm -hmm. Because it it is a spiritual thing. Mm -hmm. It's worship. Mm -hmm. So, like, as much as it feels good, like, how can how can it edify God? Mm -hmm. How can it even build me up? Yeah. And what am I speaking over myself? Curses? Mm hmm. Am I demeaning myself? Think about how some of the songs we used to like as kids or we still like. It's like, uh, I want to say that, but I don't believe in that no more. So I can't say that. Then you're like, dang, then why do I still like it? I mean, and then we've always touched on this in our podcast about just the identity issues that come about. So just to go ahead and address, it's not really elephant in my room, but I'm pretty sure it's an elephant in somebody else's room. Um, The recent song that came out with Cardi B and, and Meg, um, why and how so many people were just in this like uproar about like oh my gosh I can't believe something so disgusting came out and I'm like we've been catering to this narrative for the past 20 plus years um, you either can believe it and you change what you listen to or you you just sit up there in disbelief and then the ne- next year somebody else is going to come out with something different you know like you have to be very mindful of what you're what's putting like Information gets to you as close as you sit to it. You know what I mean? Right, right. You know, like the the closer you are to something, the the quicker you can receive it, the quicker you get that image in your head, the the quicker you are to vomit out however you feel about it. But, you know, not even being mindful of the fact that maybe you see you've seen these images so many times and now it's just getting more belligerent. Now it's getting more blatant that now all of a sudden you have something to say about it. What what <laughs> One thing I did see about that that was purely hilarious um, because I didn't, you know, I don't I don't subscribe to that type of music and I don't believe that it's edifying to any girl, anybody. woman, anybody. Yeah. Um, but it somebody likes it. It's out there. Yeah. Um, but just how pastors took it and made it a message. Like, I, I really didn't understand. It that. let me know that people really are not. There's nothing else to talk about. Right. And at the end of the day, it's like, if you don't like something, you don't have to talk about it. That's what I said. That's exactly what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. I'm like, it was not breaking news for me. And it didn't shock me. Isn't that what they supposed to do? That's what I'm saying. It did not shock me. So for everybody to feel like, can you believe it? I absolutely can. I do. I absolutely can. And and, and the thing is this, they're still souls. Yeah. Like, I'm not here. I don't know what they're currently going through. And, And this is the thing that the... I keep going back on the, the singer from Dallas. She was talking about the, the music industry swallows women whole mm-hmm. because they get exploited so much that it becomes a norm. Sure. And sometimes we don't realize that we are participating in opening these young women into this world where they have to showcase their, their you know, sh- showcase their be body parts. Be over-sexualized. Yeah. Be put on plat- platforms. And how many men do you really see doing all that you know uh, there are men who i mean they're not showing their body parts but they are blatantly talking about women 
I'm talking about like putting themselves on a like like being paraded around, you know, just saying like, you know what, here they are. You got to do this. You got to do that. There's still some form of control mm-hmm. of like, I'm, I'm going to do it when I want to. I'm gonna, like, but women, like you never really know who's in the inner circle. In order to beat this artist, you have to get more naked. You have to get more plastic surgery. I don't see a lot of men be like, well, I got to get my nose fixed because it's messed up. There's right. some rappers walking around here with messed up teeth all yeah. the time. Yeah. But it's nobody be saying brain. nothing. It's a part of their identity. Yeah, right. For sure. So uh, I really think it's important to pray at the same time when we see things mm-hmm. um, that are going on in the world and also see them as souls. Like see them as like, you know what? God can still use you. Mm-hmm. Like there is no hope lost. Mm-hmm. And some people are in that all hope is lost. So they go on to hell. I'm like, I don't got no hell to put nobody in. Absolutely. And I also realize that the... Um, the spectrum is so much wider of things that you can listen to and watch and and hear than what is being put in front of you. You know, you don't got to eat whatever somebody put on your plate. You know what I right. mean? And so when Cardi B, I heard an interview she said, and I laughed, but she was absolutely right with what she said. She was like, listen, y'all, I am literally rapping about the same thing I've been rapping about. There are people out there who you could be listening to who are dope. But you listening to me, and I'm not going to stop rapping about what I've been rapping about. It'd be a, different if I switched up on you, but I never have. It's a formula um, that's been working since Lil' Kim came out, mm-hmm. and it's going to continue to work um, as long as people are, are having a listen, are listening to it because they, they live in that lifestyle. Like, when you live a lifestyle, you agree to what you're hearing. Like, yeah, yeah I do. like the nastier I get, the louder you hear me, you know? Right. You but know. moving along. Oh, I didn't get to my third album. Oh yeah, go ahead, go ahead. All right, guys. So I'm just gonna drop this in, in on your on your table real quick, just in case you want to go and deep clean some dishes, scrub your baseboards. You know what I'm saying? I hope y'all out there cleaning your house since you're in the house all the time. Just because you're in the house all the time, and you ain't having a whole lot of company. Don't mean you can't clean your house. Do you hear me? So um, <laughs> the Mary album by Mary J. Blige is literally titled Mary. Every single song on that thing gonna hit like and and it's not the broken mary it's not the hurt mary even though hurt mary does jam but this is the mary when she in love her and kofu or whatever his name that was doing good (laughs) and i'm just (laughs) don travius he took all the money so he doing just fine kofu and her were doing great at Mm -hmm. that time eight thousand dollars a month i mean this was the loving you is wonderful i mean this was this was all that i can say like this was that so, ladies and gentlemen, because gentlemen need to be cleaning their house, too. Bada bing, bada boom. All right. Go ahead. Grab your duster. Get your bleach. Mm. Make your concoction. What else? Make your beauty supply store. Mm. Um, um, this uh, What's the disinfectant wipes? You, look, I don't know if y'all been in the beauty supply store lately, <laughs> but they got... <laughs> I don't know exactly what you're talking they about. Get, they got their own. I love the ingenuity of us. Uh-huh. And I'm not even just talking about black people, just people. But literally taking paper towels and spraying it. And it is. You're right. That is a disposable wipe. But it's just the fact that it's... Anyway. She was doing it in public. She was just doing it like in right front in front of us. us. Like, you should have just took the, the, <laughs> took the paper towels around the, cor- the counter. We wouldn't have even asked no questions. But anyway. So, we're going to go ahead and move into our first conversation. Because um, I feel like that intro took a little bit. But we're going to talk about business. Um, and the title of our business conversation today is going to be embarrassingly progressive. 
Yeah. Um, what does it mean to step out there, do what you're supposed to do, get embarrassed, and keep on going? I, I was going to save this for ad tax, but I mean, since we're going to start off with business, I, I, I think we need to give them with the heat, trigger tease in the building. Pew, pew, um, pew. So one thing I realized about failure is that your greatest strength is actually in your weakness, mm-hmm. because at some point your weakness was something that you were working on. It was the failure mm-hmm. or the strength was the weakness and it yeah. became the, the the weakness was what am I trying to say here? Your weakness at some point was the thing that people looked at. True. And over time, through progress, True. you it's, saw... It's, it's the actual, like, what you see growing. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, so, uh, I was looking... Patrice was looking through her phone. I was like, what is that? And it was like our first <laughs> mock-up cold brew. Oh, my god! And it it's was... Oh, I'm like... I started laughing. I was like... Are you serious? That was us? Yeah. Nobody, like, no, nobody, like, we, 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 we did that? And she was like, yeah, that's us. But I was like, she was like, nah, but that's good. You know, that's, that's where we began. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people want to skip the ugly part of business, Mm -hmm. the startup part of business. And they want to go to the excellency part. Yeah. I like to believe that our company, Hustle Blends, has been operating in excellency since 2019. Absolutely. It didn't begin when you started seeing great product. Mm-hmm. It began when we had a made-up mind yeah, to accept. Since conception, 2018. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So it's it's more on like the progress of like I have a made-up mind to create something really dope for people. Not for myself, right. but for people. Right. And a lot of people are scared to fail. Mm-hmm. And when you're scared to fail, nowadays you'll figure out like i'm not gonna go far yeah i might as well just pack the bags and leaves right but failure is a process in which we pass through some people stop at the destination of failure and simply never learn to observe from the lesson Mm. so you you stop right there like it you have to go through it yeah you do you gotta feel it Right. You gotta feel you gotta feel what it feels like to walk in that room and know you was just talking about. It's like you gotta have a microphone. You gotta feel what it feels to sell that candle and don't and it don't light up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or see the sticker like years later, like You gotta feel that thing. You gotta feel out. what it feels like to see the first logo, the second draft of the logo, the third you gotta feel that thing. Yeah, you gotta you gotta feel being laughed at. Yeah. You gotta feel like like being doubted, being yeah. asked. Like dumb questions yeah. about where you're going. Is this an MLM? Is this this? Is this like all kind of questions that come your way, but you don't use that to feel why you do what you do. You simply do what you do. And a lot of people that use that as feeling end up just miserable because you're trying to prove to other people that you were right. I think that people often advise other people who are starting business and things like that to don't don't worry about what the haters say. Don't worry. You know what? I am of the belief that you can take the feedback. You can even take the criticism, be it constructive or not. Hear it and keep moving and let that thing fuel you, because when your mind is made up. You know what I'm saying? Mm, Somebody can sit up here and be like, oh, man, it it hurts like heck of a dick to, to run a 10K. That may be a fact for you. It might, I might even feel some truth in it as I'm running that thing. But it's not going to stop me from running it. Your experiences. It, same thing with people who are trying to get married. I posted something on Facebook the other day and it brought me back to, to just how people. I remember when Tweety and I first got married. We got married when we were 23. 
so many that's like all we heard it was like y'all are too young y'all are too young just wait you don't just have a good wait. job yet. yeah just wait you know and i mean it was just a lot of just wait until it falls in the ground just wait until it crashes and burns <laughs> just wait until it does this and then like people will do the same thing with you with business just wait until you don't make no money just wait until you got master feed and this like like people will seriously sit up there and just feed you all the fear in the world because guess what that's a lot all of what a lot of people are eating is fear so they vomit it back out and they take it back in and I need you to be the person, the person who's listening to this right now to hear those things, even acknowledge the fact that some of the, some things that people say are, tr- are true. You know what I mean? Like I always say a broken clock is right twice a day. Business is hard. That is a fact. You know what I mean? Will you always make a sale every week or every day? That No, you won't always do that. But one day you will. So just keep going because you will never know what it feels like to be in that room full of packages going out or having to hire an employee or starting this or starting that until you feel all of the little um, the little micro nicks that, that come upon you within those first starting phases. That is really what helps you create a great foundation is understanding that opinion shouldn't move you mm-hmm. in any direction. Opinions are supposed to be something you filter through. Yeah. It either is going to go in one ear and stay in your brain or one ear and out the other ear, depending on what it is. If it's good information or negative information, you should always have a filtering system. Absolutely. Where is your heart when you're saying those things? Because some people really come with the right intent in their heart they're like yeah. i'm i'm, I'm really talk. i'm looking out for hey, you hey, hey, i'd sis. rather say it than i say it yeah, yeah. hey sis hey bro like I, I, I you know some people just have that heart of like i'm trying to help yeah but really not realizing that it's not help it's an opinion like it's just a thought so when the person or it's a projection or or a projection so the person on the other end is like i mean i cool whatever like but in business what i've learned is that i have to turn off my emotion because it could get you so out of line of what God has for you mm-hmm. when you have so many mixed emotions. Mm-hmm. If I woke up sad, am I going to do my best to create my bit to do the things that I need to do for my business? Mm-hmm. Probably not. If I wake up, you know, confused, am I going to be as focused as I should be on the task that I should be doing? No, a lot of people don't ep- operate in excellency in their business and the tasks, even in their life, because they are not one track minded. And sometimes having a one track mind is not the worst thing. A made up mind is the best thing you can have in business. Mm-hmm. I don't understand, but I have a made up mind mm-hmm. to understand. Mm-hmm. I don't un- I don't know where I'm going to get mm-hmm. it from, but I have a made up mind that there's a solution out there for it. A lot of stuff isn't like if you just research. I'd also say it's hard to focus on the foresight of your business if your business has no foresight. You know mm, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. Like it's it's so easy to get caught up in the muddled thoughts of of what's happening right now in front of you if you literally have not thought about where your business is going to be next year, right? Or where it's going to be five years from now. If you literally just popped up and was like, "I'm about to paint people toes." And I'm <laughs> and shout out to you for doing that. But if you were like actually trying to build a business platform on top of that idea, then what happens is, all right, am I going to keep on pulling up at random people houses with some nail polish in a bag? 
Or am I going to eventually rent out a space? Or am I going to own a space? Am I going to transform a space within my house so where people can, you know, what am I going to do? Am I going to have a mobile toe painting business? What am I going to do? Like, 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 I would be thinking about that while people sitting up there saying, you know, you messed up on Shanika toes your last week. But I'd be thinking <laughs> no, about that. Like, Shanika. you know what I'm saying? Like, like Shanika said that your, your uh, nail polish is runny. I would be thinking about, man, I can't wait till I get my bus. I can't wait to, to that. I, I, I can't wait for when I can hire people. Like, that's when you need to right. be thinking. Do, uh, you do, know? You, do you know why some of the information that we are putting out right now or that people hear that is truth does not hit the same. Mm-hmm. It's just coming from the wrong mouth. Yeah. You could take the same information that you just dropped right now mm-hmm. and you drop it into somebody else who is a little bit more popular mm-hmm. and people will run to that, flock to that because that person's a genius. Mm-hmm. That's the perspective that's been labeled on that person. Mm-hmm. So what you have to understand is that when celebrities and coaches and all these different people are saying, come to me and I'm going to teach you all the ways to get rich. Mm -hmm. You need to ask yourself, is that what God designed you to do? Mm -hmm. The design that you have, the way God has designed us is to be very, uh, to have questions about things and to ask him for the answers to the questions. Mm -hmm. So before you even get to painting the toenails, you need to ask God how should I paint the toenails? Mm-hmm. When should I paint the toenails? Should I paint the toenails? <laughs> should I paint the toenails? Like yeah. all these questions don't need to go to your homegirl or your homeboy. They need to go God. And God was like, the toenails are just for you. You know? And every side hustle ain't a business. Right. I need you to create the nail polish yeah. instead of the toenails. Right. Create a new right. nail right. polish. Meanwhile, that you're does in the wrong mountain. Right. Yeah. You were in the right, you know, vein. But the wrong thing. And sometimes if you don't go back to God, you'll never get the answer. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people get off track with their business because they're busy looking at other people's business. Mm -hmm. Oh, they dropping this. I'm going to do that. Ooh, they doing that. I'm you strategizing based off somebody else's strategies that were God given. (laughs) Right. It's not going to work for you the same because it wasn't your task. So I don't operate in that when I see other coffee companies. When they try doing their stuff and, and all that, like I'm like, no, I want us to be like innovators. Yeah. I want us to come in and be like, no, nah, I've never seen anything like this before. Yeah. And I believe that God will give you some, he will download you with wisdom that you nobody else could pay for. They'll look for somebody just like you, but never find them. Mm-hmm. So it's important not to have that comparison and contrast spirit mm-hmm. of like, man, follow up their follower count went up their follower count went low like these just simple minuscule things that we look at as success like nah that don't pay no bills like having a high follower count or a low follower count does not pay your bills mm-hmm. having sales like look at your sales like look at the things that you are supposed to be doing yeah day in and day out whether there is one or not one mm-hmm. That is how you get to five years and you're a business. You have a brick and mortar. That's how you get to the Coca-Cola brand, Mm -hmm. you know, and the other different companies that are out there. It's consistency. Absolutely. And people don't want to be consistent to the grind. True. 
So be guilty of suffering from success, but God-given success. Because your success is not necessarily what you are doing more than another person, but what you are doing compared to what God told you to do. All right, guys. So we're going to go ahead and transition into our faith conversation. Um, So there was an article that caught my attention this past week about a lady um, in our city um, who went missing. She's a 69-year-old woman who was playing bingo and she won the jackpot and then she went missing and she's been missing since july 11th it's currently august the middle of august and so i was like you know i i've been seeing a silver alert with her picture and everything on it but i just didn't you know i didn't know why she was missing or how she was missing or anything like that and then all of a sudden when i looked it up i was like from bingo you know what i mean and then it just it just sparked my mind to think like the way people like like right now in this moment everybody should just take a moment to thank God for your safety thank God for the things that you have thank God for just just his his covering of you covering Amen. you as you sleep at night covering yes. your family covering your parents yes, Lord. um just like every time you could get up and every breath, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. you know, your house not catching on fire. But by the way, if you got a cricket, unplug it because crickets are catching on fire. But anyway, um, so <laughs> this lady has been missing because she won a jackpot for bingo. And I'm just like, Envy will do that. Yeah. You could have just took the money and left her. P- you know what I mean? People, people have been killed for less. People have been killed for a dollar. Yeah. Um, people have been killed for no money. Somebody just, broke into my dad's truck when I was little for 18 cents. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't get it. You don't want to look at the carnal nature of the issue. You mm-hmm. want to look at the spiritual uh, nature of the issue. Mm-hmm. And when people are dealing with uh, spiritual issues such as envy or jealousy, it's something they don't even realize is in them. Yeah. Like, it's something that you realize later on, like, dang, I was operating in a spirit of jealousy Mm -hmm. because I saw something that was on my sister. I saw something that my brother got blessed with. And instead of rejoicing, Mm -hmm. instead of, you know, like uh, being happy for them, I started thinking of just, man, like, why not me? Like, you know, I need this. It's a faithless thought. Right. It's it's, it's an evil thought. It's a demonic thought that, you know, uh. You open that door when you start little things, when you allow little things to come through the door mm-hmm. or through the window. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, like, I mean, it's, it's a high, you know, they doing good or just just little th- thoughts like that mm-hmm. to where you can't even be real to these people mm-hmm. when you meet them. Mm-hmm. Because in your heart, you know, the heart speaks. Mm-hmm. The Bible t- tells us that the heart speaks. Yeah. And, and from it, it could be either real... It's usually a lot of wicked stuff when it's not covered by Jesus' blood. Yeah, the heart absolutely. is wicked. Absolutely. So it has its own thoughts. Then you're like, dang, that came from me? Yeah. I said that? Yeah. No, you weren't under the spirit. You know, the Holy Spirit was not in you. So therefore, it's going to be wicked. We are a wretched people that I see. I can see how somebody could be like, she won bingo. I'm going to get her. Mm-hmm. There's people who talk like that on their rap songs. Yeah. There's people who talk about that just regularly on Instagram, man. That's a lick. Yeah. Man, he got to go watch. That's a lick. Yeah. People are watching. Yeah. People are full of this kind of spirit. Mm-hmm. Not just, you know, in this lady's case, but just periods are like, man, uh, we, we recently talked about the pop smoke situation. People don't reach their poten- full potential 
based off of somebody being like, I ain't even going to let that happen. Yeah. Nipsey Hussle, same thing. Same thing, yeah. I'm not, same you know, I've, this person actually grew up with Nipsey Hussle. That's what people don't really think about it. Yeah. That's why, you know, I also want to touch on this. Um, you know, I know we're in the generation or in the time of people cutting people off and this and that and the third. <laughs> let me tell you who is a better cutter than Edward Scissorhands, and that is God. Um, because there is literally some things that God will cut off access from you to. You know what I'm saying? There were there were relationships and, and friendships that I was even just like, oh my gosh, like, you know, we could be friends, we could be friends. And God literally like just snatched the rug from up under me. And so right now I don't take his protection for granted because there have been people that I've, um, communicated with who who ended up doing something completely different and it could have been for my my detriment it could have ended up with me just being just just you know it, it being fool's gold sometimes friendship can be fool's gold you know so just thanking yeah. god for saving you and sparing you sometimes you really don't have to do the cutting off you really don't have to yeah you know like honestly Keep growing. You'll separate yourself from people just naturally. The, the circle gets smaller. <laughs> yeah. I think the more God elevates, the more God opens up your mind to see him. Mm-hmm. The circle truly gets smaller by just the things that you are hungry for, the things that you're thirsty for. Like, I don't want to gossip about anybody anymore. Like, don't come around me with that mess. Like, I want, I want to... I want to uplift people. I want to pray for them. Like my thirst, my hunger has just sh- shifted and changed yeah. from what it was. Mm-hmm. That's where, you know, he makes those weakness, those weaknesses into strengths. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the things that you used to do now, he's turning those, the appetite, you know, I used to like meat. I don't really care for it no more. Yeah. In the physical, but also in the spiritual, he's doing another thing. Yeah. Cause sometimes we just think that he's just doing, you know, when people are doing, uh, a cutting away of something, mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, going on a fast or giving up something, you think that it's just for the carnal man. But think about the spiritual man. Yeah. Think about the, what, what the spirit is being fed when you are cutting off something else. Mm-hmm. And your mind just begins to shift and God begins to download you on why he's doing that for that season. Right. Because right, nobody right. else gonna get it. Everybody else gonna have an opinion. Oh, you saw so and so do it. That's just it's just a trend. That's what new people are doing. But nobody yeah. really knows why you're doing what you're doing, and you shouldn't expose that. Just like Daniel, when um, um, King, I think it was Nebuchadnezzar, was telling him and the Hebrew boys, like, "Hey, look, I'm gonna give you all the king's portion. Mm-hmm. That's that's meat. That's wine. You know, he wanted them to turn into the, his people." Yeah. So, you know, Daniel went to God was like, God, like, what should I do? Yeah. And God was like, nah, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Tell him that for this, these amount of days, we're going to eat our food, mm-hmm. which was at veggies and stuff like that. And see if we don't look better than y'all. Yeah. Yeah. God uses the simple things. Right. To, to elevate you. Mm. Some people think God uses the, the David Goliath moment. The but before stone. he elevates you, you will be transformed before you elevate. And you will be tried. You cannot get to where you want to go in your current state. You know, you have things have to be cut off from you. Things have to be um, just, just reformed, reshaped. You have to be transformed before you are elevated. I do want to make sure that that's clear um, because it doesn't mean you have to be a completely different person. But if you're dying every single day, then who are you going to be, you know, but a different person. 
So I wanted us to talk about in our faith conversation, um, just about just different traumas and different, like, you know, we're discussing a lot about healing current day. Like that's a, a, a easy conversation that people hop on on social media, you know, seeing therapists and just, just really just overall being able to quote unquote unpack things that they've been carrying with them for a long time. And so it's been, um, heavily, I guess, um, I don't, I don't want to say criticize, but I'm going to say, um, for lack of a better word, I'm going to say criticized um, by churches and specifically by just people of color, just of seeing a therapist. And it's, and and we are just going to debunk it right now. Is it wrong or is it right to be a Christian and see a therapist? Because what also happens is that there are also people who have built a whole nother hill who are like, I talk to Jesus and my therapist. And, you know, like just saying like prayer alone doesn't do it. Well, I think that by negating prayer but also saying I also pray and do this it's kind of you know whatever so we're just going to talk about that a little bit about just therapy healing traumas and just really becoming the best version of yourself so Tweety what you got if you die into self the first thing that happens is that those are old are old man there's there's different things that are being unlocked once you're dying Mm. Um, spiritually. Um, and one of those things is a renewed mind. So I would challenge the thought of the world's version of therapy to being like, so if you have a renewed mind, what's the, what's the intent of, um, speaking to somebody who doesn't have a renewed mind? Mm. Mm. If, if Christ is giving you a new mind, mm. he's giving you a, a new have heart. Have a doctor that knows your body. Right. Have a doctor that that specializes in specifically the area that you need help in. And this is not to take away from there's certain people who are schizophrenic. There's certain things. There's no, certain, there's definitely things that need right. to be addressed that are actually. We are not denying mental health right. at all. Right. At um, all. That that needs uh, doctors who are experienced in that field. Mm-hmm. Um, but I believe also this is just Tweety. This is my opinion. Um and you don't have to take it. You you can leave it if you want to. But we've put names around spirits. And we've allowed people to say the name more than we've claimed the healing. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people have put names on, you know, mental illnesses and diseases. But nobody ever has a healing for it. And, or yeah. or, or the, the concept of it is that you're going to have to deal with it forever. Yeah, and then you create a safe space around something that is actually trying to destroy you. So there's nothing to specify what I hear Tweety saying is there's nothing wrong with acknowledging that there was an issue. Right. Like in my past, I have dealt with depression. I have dealt with anxiety. But instead of saying, well, it's a bad day, depression. Oh, it's not good. It's not good. It's anxiety. And giving life to those things that I have once acknowledged instead of seeking the clarity of God has healed me from these things. Like it is possible to be healed from these things. And and when those things even can resurface, it is possible to declare the name of God and then to be able to just um, move past those things, not saying that those things don't exist and also not um, downing therapy at all. But what we're saying is be, you know, a lot of people are really big on, let me get a therapist that understands that I'm a black woman and what it's like to be a black woman. Heard a really interesting conversation one time 
um, from a friend of mine who said sometimes um, familiar out familiar familiar familiarity familiarity um, can cause you to not completely unpack because you my sister you want man these white folks tripping at my job you understand right what if she don't. Yeah. What if, I, I really, <laughs> what if she literally has no idea? <laughs> what are you talking about? Girl, I, my hurt, I just couldn't get it right this morning, man. You understand, right? Right. You know what I mean? And sometimes it can stop you from really digging deep. Sometimes talking to somebody who looks nothing like you can actually help you fully describe what it is you're 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 dealing with. And the therapist's job is not to fix you. The therapist's job is to help you spark conversations that you normally avoid with yourself. Right. You know what I mean, or tra- or help you with traumatic issues that yes. really happen to yourself. I'm I'm not against therapy. Not at all. I'm saying um, not at all. Definitely seek godly therapy, mm-hmm. or from a, somebody who believes in God, somebody who you can trust your your inner thoughts with, because there's also manipulation that goes on in that realm that people don't discuss. A lot of people open you up and don't put you back together. Right. Yeah. You know, they'll just talk. Let's talk all about it. Open up. Open up. Mm-hmm. And then you pay 60 minutes is up. Time to go. Mm-hmm. And then you got to go to your real world mm-hmm. and deal with your real emotions. And a lot of these people are hurt as well as they're trying to teach you, as they're trying to help you. Mm-hmm. They are open themselves. Yeah. They're yeah. dealing with the same issue you're dealing with. But they just have a nice suit on or they're just in a nicer office. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. don't even know because yeah. it's, I'm going to put on a smile. Right. And this is what I went to school for. Right. I love that people are willing to discover um, things about themselves. And I'm, I'm loving that people are willing to, to um, em- not embrace, but just confront things that they have always you know what I'm saying? Swept under the rug or has always been swept under the rug in their family. I'm loving that people are embracing those things and saying, look, it stops. It stops right here. We've yeah. got to talk about this. Right. Yeah, I love that people are doing that. And I just want that with that new information or with that new found um, information about yourself, that we learn how to take those tools that the word of God does give us. And we learn how to renew our mind with it you know what i mean right alongside getting help from someone who also knows the word or from someone who also cares about your soul not just how you feel you know what i mean i think that's the big thing right um it's definitely needed and um any any christian therapist that are listening or if you know one hit us up we would love to have we We would would love love to to talk season two we definitely would love to have a real conversation with um, a christian therapist a christian therapist and, and see um their perspective on the just what's going on in society and with people's minds because I, I believe we don't really we haven't really unpacked everything that's happened to us as adults as kids yeah. um but one thing you always got to remember it's an identity crisis sometimes yes. because we are a new creature yeah. in christ yeah. we are we have a new mind in christ we mm-hmm. have a new body in christ so mm-hmm. it's like when we are renewed by him Certain things just die off because he said Mm -hmm. you are his. Mm -hmm. You're a son of God. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't shame you for what happened to you necessarily, you know. And um, that's the most thing I love about God, that he doesn't he doesn't really stay on that place that we do as human beings. Like once he said, I forgive you, you know, forgive them not for what they know for. They don't know what they do. Man. Ahead of time. Like you didn't ask for forgiveness, but he's already like. Asking forgiveness for you. But just hearing Jesus say that, 
I think it puts in forgiveness in such, it puts it in perspective for me that people literally do not know what they are doing when they, when they've had certain offenses towards you. Some, some people did. I'm not saying they didn't. Some people didn't know what they were doing. Some people took advantage of people. Some people hurt people with intent. Right. But to, to even to that extent, they didn't, <clears throat> they may have known the action that they were doing or the plot that they were doing or the monkey wrench that they were throwing at you, but they didn't fully understand how years and years later, how it would affect you. And so I, what I am saying is that when people just don't know what they're like, like when, when people say things out the wrong way, it's a lot of hurt people out here. Mm-hmm. I think if we really understood that, if we really prayed and asked God to just give us more wisdom, give us more discernment, help us to be able to see see people on a spiritual level, see what people are really walking with, like instead of being so quick to be like, man, she shouldn't have said that to me well, like I'm that. I'm going to cut her off. Yeah. I'm, I'm instead, bl- just being like, you know what? Let me just see what I can do to restore in this moment. Or let me see what I can do to, you know, let me pray. Maybe I ain't got nothing to say to her. Let me just pray for her real quick because I just don't know, you know? Amen. I, I really love today's uh, uh, faith topic. Yeah. That that was really insightful. I'm still thinking about that. Right. Um, just how um, how God heals us. Yeah. Have you ever like really start? You know, if you're listening, have you ever really thought about how far God has brought you from? Like looking at old pictures or it's looking still at bringing you. And, and and how far He's still bringing you to uh, just perfect you. Yeah. I don't think that we understand that when we go through things, God is perfecting it. It's you. some stuff. Not it's some stuff. It's everything. You got to look at it and be like, that was nothing but God. Right. That was nothing but God. If it was up to me. <laughs> I'd still be with that friend. If, if it was, it up, was to me, up to me, I would still be smoking. If it was up to me, I would still be drinking. Yeah. If it was up to me, yeah. I would still be out in the world yeah, doing man. whatever I wanted to do. Hurt and in pieces. Right. You know? Because, so he's kept you. Yeah. If you didn't survive this point up into 2020, he has kept you whether you know it or not. <laughs> I know you know it. Man. I know you man, know it. Man. So, um, and, and, and you know, I, I never, I don't want to go. I'm going to just go there. You know, we we live in a world where people, when we were talking about jealousy, we, li- we live in a world where people are disregarding life. Yeah. So the fact that he has kept you, even in the season where life is being disregarded, mm-hmm. is enough for you to say, thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. Is enough for you to praise him when somebody is trying to curse you, whether it's over Facebook or dreams like witchcraft. And all these things are very real. They're very real. And there's people out there just waiting on you to accept the curse they've put on you. Man. But we understand that. Uh, a no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Mm-hmm. He gives us that because he knows that we're not on even defense anymore. He says, I took care of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like making sure that if you're listening to this, that God has truly kept you. He is moving you to a new place of understanding, a new place of uh, full uh, being whole yeah. in him. Right. So um, I, I really loved today. Today was awesome. I loved it. I mean, if it wasn't for you, it was for me for sure. Uh, but we're going to move right on to our relationship topic. Bam, bam, bam. All right, guys. I don't. It's it's a lot. This is a lot. Like, it's, it's the letter for me. What is it for you? Nothing. He doesn't want to engage. <laughs> um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't banter. He doesn't want to engage in, the, in the, the, the latest black Twitter this all right but anyway oh, that's guys. where it's from 
I actually don't know where it's from. Guys, please write in. Um, <laughs> I'm behind on Let that. us know where the it's the blank for me means and where it came from. Because I don't think, I think that's something I'm, I'm going to continue um, to just put in my rotation. Because it, 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 it hits. And period does hit too. But we're, we're not ready for, for that conversation about just, I'm not about, you know, urban hit. slang and things of the nature. All right, y'all. We're going to talk a little bit today. Because it's a lot. Yeah, I, got, I guess I got to sip this Hustle Blends tea real quick. Hold you do. On. Yeah. You do. You do. Did I hear Hustle Blends tea? Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Um. So, we got a letter. Y'all finally like us enough to write back to us because it, it's, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been a minute since y'all, y'all talked to us. All right. And so, it goes a little something like this. Hey, y'all. I recently started dating a guy that I met through a family member. Due to COVID, we've only FaceTimed and talked on the phone. We have not met in person. The conversations have been going really good. He's very accomplished. He owns his own home. He has no kids, and he even cooks and cleans. Seems like there are no strings attached, and even though we haven't met in person, we talk all of the time. Mm. And he's now part of my nightly routine. I guess that meaning they like sleep on the phone together or something. That's cute. Oh, fall asleep on the phone. That's cute. (laughs) (laughs) We started calling each other boyfriend and girlfriend, and it feels very serious. I just feel childish because we've never met before. Recently, we had a disagreement about cooking. He said he prefers for me to not cook or clean and that he take care of that. I told him that I actually believe in carrying my weight and I like to cook. After that, the convo took a left turn and he aggressively asked me, why won't you let me take care of you? I'm confused. How serious are we? Where did that come from? I'm now super precautious because he seems like the perfect checklist guy, but it feels like he has things that he needs to control in his life. I brought it up to my aunt who introduced us and she assured me that he's a good man and I shouldn't overthink it. The vibes are off though. What do y'all think? Hmm. It's not too much to unpack. Uh, Um, I mean, I I see there's layers. But I believe that... No, you go ahead. You start off today. Oh, man. Um, I don't know. Okay, so... He's a man. He's living on his own. We don't have any ages put in this letter, but I'm assuming that like you don't give him age. Thirty three. Sure, Tweety. That sounds like a living on your own man age. Um. Anyway. <laughs> um, Mature. Oh, sure. Okay, but he cooks and he cleans and he does his own thing, I guess. And the thing that makes him turn left is a conversation about who cooks and who cleans, and I it. And he equates him doing those things to taking care of you. I would have to know what other conversations y'all have had in order to really be able to say whether that's a red flag or not. But if you felt like the vibes, like all this time, it has been peaches and cream, easy conversations. And then all of a sudden, this one conversation about cooking um, kind of raised the red flag for you with saying like now the vibes are officially off because this is how he feels I would I would probably chalk it up and say like it probably is a control thing like I'm used to doing things um women do it too it's like hey I look don't come up in my kitchen like some people really are like that like do not come up in my kitchen and it might just be that he's coming off like the perfect things that are on your checklist but I mean like when we go to the grocery store do we really is everything on our list everything we actually need? 
or is it like we're missing a few things that we didn't write up? Or we get things that we want that it's not a need. Right. So I'm kind of feeling like he may come off like he's this, this, and this, but there are honestly certain vibes that can only be felt in person. Just going to say it. Um, so you're, I think you are right to be precautious because you have not met him in person yet. You don't know. I mean, what if he stinks and that throws the whole thing off? I think that's unfair, an unfair analysis. That's that's your perception of the what if. I believe that when, when we first date, he you could had, stink. But how's f- that unfair? He well, could stink. Could that's your. That's a that's possibility. Your, it's a yes, your possibility that now. It's not my. It's her possibility. He well, could stink. <laughs> no, I'm saying that that came from your mind. Like that's your thought on it. That's so that wouldn't opinion. be a deal breaker for you. Like whole time, person is perfect over the phone. You get to them, they stink. Mm. Nobody's perfect except Jesus. Like that's her list. Think about it. These according to her list. According to her, he is perfect, or he was perfect. But I'm saying he's all these great things, and then he you stinks. Can, that's something you could fix. Is it? It is. Is it? Yeah. If somebody stinks and they grown, they chose to live that way. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Look, I'm gonna unpack it like this. It's very like this. There's no. There's no extra baggage on this. I feel like one sis has an unexpected expectation that everything is supposed to be perfect because in her head, it's he's a perfect guy because he's checking off all the list. So my question is, could it be possible that she is doing the wrong thing by trying to put him in a checklist category instead of allowing things to happen naturally because you are going to have disagreements in a marriage. True. You are going to have disagreements in a relationship. True. Like, it's supposed to be an open conversation mm-hmm. of why he thinks the way he thinks. Mm-hmm. Why he believes he needs to be cooking mm-hmm. and her, not her. Mm-hmm. Like, that's an open conversation. Just because he disagrees with you doesn't mean that he's wanting control over you. Right. And a lot of women run to the control based off of past experience. Mm-hmm. Based off of hurt. So, I wouldn't Put him in a category of like, oh man, be cautious. I mean, shouldn't he be cautious? You putting a list in front of him? I mean, they both should be cautious. I think the reason I said control is mainly because um, I believe that like when it's like, hey, if somebody is saying like, if let's say we're talking, we haven't met yet. And I'm like, you know, I cook, I clean, you know, I do all this and I do all that. And you're like, oh, I like to cook too. And I'm like, that's great, but you can't cook in my house. That is a clear barrier of, like, control of, like, I don't want you to enter this space and do this. I want to do this for you. It's his house, right? Well, I mean, it was just all, the conversation seemed like it was just in general. What I'm saying is that this is a scene out of a whole movie. Like, this is one scene that she's painting. Mm-hmm. We're not seeing the other scene We're, that he's yeah, painting. Yeah, we never seen the whole but, scene. But what I'm saying with that is that... We can either go off of our own opinions and we could observe what was said. So off of what was said, all I can say is that she has an assumption that she needs to have a red flag. Mm -hmm. Instead of talking to this so-called boyfriend, she's going to her aunt about the issue. First red flag for me. Well, the aunt is the one that introduced them. It don't matter because for me, it's like if this is now somebody you are committed to and you saying it's for real. You should be going back to him about something he did, not going to your own about it. Mm-hmm. Whether she's the person who introduced it or not, she's out of the picture. Mm-hmm. She did her part. I introduced, I'm out. Mm-hmm. So I believe that she needs to take this conversation to him and 
hash it out and it will help y'all grow. Just because you don't meet a person doesn't mean you can't get to know them. Yeah, and it definitely doesn't mean you can't talk. And it doesn't mean that you can't even fall in love with somebody you haven't met. You know, you can't take that out of the equation just because they haven't met, especially during COVID. It might be the greatest thing for them to just continue to grow their friendship Mm -hmm. before they even get into the, oh, man, like, you're in front of me. Mm -hmm. A lot of people jump the friendship part of relationship because they're so curious of how the other other person matches the physical compatibilities. Mm -hmm. Are you over this height? Are you good at this? Are you good and, at and, that? And that leads us to sabotage. Right. So I wouldn't And rest. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Just having the ideal person in your mind that you're just lusting over and then just matching up to who you got in front of you. Um, I would definitely challenge you to have push through on that conversation and see what comes out of it. Um, see what's on the other side of that conversation. Because, I mean, if he says, I want to take care of you, it kind of sounds like if he's like aggressively saying that, I'm not team anybody, but it sounds like it's in response to something that may have been previously said. Like maybe y'all had a conversation about him taking care of things or you taking care of things or whatever. And so that that's not something that would just kind of normally come up like, hey, you know, I want to cook. No, I don't want you to cook. Why won't you let me take care of you? Like, like if right. he did, if it was literally just like that, y'all still got to talk because it's like, hey, I noticed that you got a little a little frustrated when I said this, is there is there an issue um, with with me cooking or whatever it is? Um, it yeah, I still say cast it as a red flag because I mean it's still it's worthy of a conversation. Don't cast it as a red flag because I think this is the problem you're seeing here. The problem is less about what he said and more about what you did. Actions. Her action was I I heard what I heard and the vibes weren't good. Instead of communicating the vibes to the person, I communicated the vibes to the aunt. So this is the thing. A lot of people have miscommunication based off of avoiding conflict. Mm -hmm. So I want to avoid the conflict or I want to avoid how I feel. Mm -hmm. And I want to take this to somebody I'm more comfortable with before I take it to you. Oh, wow. So that I can unpack how I truly feel. But by then you've already created three different scenarios of why that person said what they said. Mm -hmm. So I believe in going straight to the source. Hey, look, you said X, Y, and Z. What's up? What's going on? But by the time it come back around, I promise you, by the time she get back to him, she has talked to three different people who gave her three different things to do. Actions. Including us. Including us. (laughs) So my action is that don't listen to anybody. Talk to God. Go to your new boyfriend. Yeah. And talk to him. You like him enough to call him your boyfriend, sis. You're going to have to deal with that. Yeah, but when it comes to that conflict resolution... Um, we just have to start dealing with that in our relationships instead of letting things fester for days, weeks, months, and building up. Talk about it immediately. On-spot correction could really help you build your relationship Mm -hmm. instead of this, man, six months ago, you forgot your socks downstairs. Mm -hmm. What? Mm -hmm. (laughs) How was I supposed to know? Mm -hmm. So being able to communicate about those things could really help you grow. So I, I hope that helps you. Let's talk a little bit about sabotage. Mm. Let's talk a little bit about um, things feeling too good to be true. And let me just throw this this play monkey wrench in and just see how you react to it. Right. Um, I feel like that's something. I, I don't know. I'm still trying to understand sabotage, but I do know I probably did my good bit of it when we were dating. Mm. Um, so just Is that get, a revelation. Huh? 
Is that a revelation? I know, it's just remembrance. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I know me. I know um, how I have gotten, and I was definitely one that was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, do you see anything wrong? Is anything wrong with him? Is anything wrong with him? Yeah, there's plenty wrong with me. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to look far. You didn't have to ask nobody. Look, look at the boy. <laughs> But, you know, like I was I was definitely like, you know, on guard times 10 because it was just like I started liking you. I really started liking you. I loved you. And then it's like, I look, somebody better let me know something before I go in too deep type mm-hmm. of thing. Um, and so I believe there was def- several times I was like, I don't know about this. I don't know about this. I don't know about this. Probably well until we, we until we were engaged. Where it was just like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Do something stupid so I can leave. I don't know. You know, and so um, where do you think that comes from? Self-sabotage comes from a a place of unworthiness, w- of unworthiness and also hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people get in relationships before they've actually healed. Yeah. And I believe when we were dating, there was still a healing process going on. So even though it was you know, happy and this, there was still a lot of wounds that were being opened and cut at the same time. Like there was a healing and then cut a healing and then a cut. And when you're doing that, it's truly self-sabotage within yourself. Mm -hmm. And unforgiveness is actually the root of Mm self-sabotage. When you haven't forgave yourself Mm -hmm. for the things that you went through, Mm -hmm. for the relationships and the spirits that you've allowed to, um, be a part of your life, whether it's a different relationship or an ex or yeah. whatever it is, when you truly haven't let go and had that full forgiveness mm-hmm. of not even the person, but you, you got to mm-hmm. start out with you, yeah. like forgiving you and be like, you know what? Like, I'm not even hurt no more. Right. I thank God for, you know, just teaching me about me. Letting go has been an issue of mine just altogether. When it came to um, one of our issues early on was just like I wasn't stuck on my ex-boyfriend. I was stuck on on like a um, how do I describe it? I, I didn't want anything that I already had. But the issue that I would constantly rehearse to myself was was I worth worthy of being into in something um, that was good for me and also if was I so bad that that is why he moved on this way and I took that into my previous well not my previous my current relationship with Tweety and that was like a a issue for us for a minute it was just kind of like how do you like he for a long time took it like you just you know you just tripping off somebody that's not even worried about you and I was like I'm really not tripping off of that I'm tripping off of me because I don't want to feel like I was the issue and that's why this person has just moved on and forgot about me, if that makes sense. Which which really hurt me because it was like every time that thought or you like started talking about that, I, I felt some type of way because for me, I was like, why, why are you putting him in a category of your thoughts pattern when you are with me? Mm-hmm. Like, why is why he left having to do with us? Mm-hmm. Like, where, wh- why why are those thoughts happening? And then, you know, once I consulted with God and just started to seeing that the hurt was behind that, maybe you were the reason. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe sometimes we don't see ourselves. Mm-hmm. 
you know, as we're growing up, as we're um, in relationships with people, as we are growing, we don't see how we could be the negative yeah. piece in somebody else's life. Mm-hmm. We always see ourselves as the flower child. Like the mm-hmm. when I come in the room, I'm radiant. I was the best thing. That I was happened. the best thing that ever <laughs> happened to you. Like yeah. we always see ourselves in that, but we don't see ourselves as toxic. Mm-hmm. Especially when we didn't have Christ. Yeah. We don't see ourselves as evil, manipulative. Mm-hmm. We don't see ourselves as dirty. Mm-hmm. We don't see ourselves as any of these things. Dirty. No, I'm talking about like. I was dirty? No, I'm not. Mm, wow. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm talking dirty. about like in the terms of like really our mindset, like the, the, the thoughts yeah. that go in our minds, the vindictive nature mm-hmm. of our minds. That's a dirty, like a dirty thought doesn't have to be sexual it could be mm-hmm. like just man like i want to slash your ties man i just want to do this like yeah. that's somebody who you don't want to be around yeah yeah no matter what age range yeah. you're in clearly so in order to get that full healing is understanding that some things were never meant to be we were just trying to force it absolutely and that in that moment whatever is before you you do deserve that Whatever is um, whatever you, God is growing you into and, and putting you in a place of, of of healing and things like that. When me and Tweety met, I would I wouldn't say that you know you always hear people say nowadays like make sure that you're two whole people. I think we weren't two whole people. I think we were two growing people. You know, two people who barely. <laughs> well, but we were growing. Yeah. Like we were progressively growing. Like we met, we were growing. Like we were both in the midst of growing. And growing out of some things. Like, I think we were, like, right at the end of our own foolishness. And then we met. Like, like it couldn't have been orchestrated any differently than that. Like, right. you was at the end of doing your foolishness. I was completely at the end of doing mine. And then life changed for us personally before we met one another. Right. And so, in the midst of that... Just because things, your circumstances change and your mind is different does not mean that you still don't deal with past issues or things don't come up or things don't come to mind um, in that moment. But you're a growing person. And if you're in the midst of like growing with somebody, like be honest with them about the things that you're dealing with. Be honest with them about the things that you're praying about and the things that you're you're constantly um, putting in front of you every single day because I, I would highly encourage you to just maintain that level of honesty with the person that you're with. Right. It's a challenging thought um, that what I'm about to say, but don't get in a relationship until you're fully healed from the previous relationship. I agree. Do the work. Um, I'm, I'm glad Christ was in us already. We were an exception. And, and, <laughs> you know, there was you know, healing that took place between both of us due to just proper counsel and yes. God being in there and yes. proper forgiveness. Right. But it can really tear up a relationship when you're in two different places, two different mindsets, yeah. two different worlds. Yeah. Um, so make sure that you're in, you're fully healed before you step into a relationship. And that's the real bag. And yeah. And some people are still dealing with issues that, you know, they dealt with when they were 17. Yeah. Like, you really didn't let go of who hurt you. Mm-hmm. You know, you really didn't let go of what happened in 2010 with your ex-boyfriend. And now you're bringing those issues to a man who's 35 in 2020. It, yeah. it just, or a woman, like, it just corrupts the relationship. Because marriage is not going to subside any previous issues. It is going to magnify it. Right. You, you there's, like, you can have the most beautiful wedding day. 
y'all could take the best pictures together. You know what I'm saying? But if there are just certain things y'all will not talk about, but they surface in the in the form of just pettiness or they surface in the form of lying or they surface in the form of of whatever the case is, you know what I'm saying? It there are things that that got to be there are ugly conversations that have to take place in the realm of marriage. Right. And and with that being said, I, I want to speak to those who are single, um those who are um wishing to be married. And I want to tell you what, like soul ties are a are a topic that they are a mother stinker that you really, really need to study up on yeah. and really understand that there's some there's some attachments that happen for both men and women yeah. when you entangle spiritually and yeah. sexually with yeah. somebody else. Yeah. And what what happens with that is that you become you take on what somebody had on them. They had bitterness. They had envy. They had anger. Mm-hmm. They had frustration. Don't forget, they had diseases. Yeah. You get that, and they transfer it to you, and now you have to continuously deal with these for the rest of your life right, right, right. until you allow Christ to renew you, you allow Christ to rid of those things, men and women, because we usually tend to preach to just the women mm-hmm. about this. So ties apply to men as well. Mm-hmm. So as... People are doing, you know, my body count high and all these different foolish things. Or that they things, don't count at all. Or that they don't count. It's, it, it's counting, all right, in your spirit. Yeah. And it's building and it's creating a creature. Yeah. It's creating a being um, that is it's not going to be fit for the things that you want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's important before you lay down with somebody, you procreate and you make children and you put them in the atmosphere that you know. Mm-hmm. What you're getting into. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. What? <laughs> what is it? I'm proud to be married to you. No, thank you. <laughs> thank you. That That's nice. Yeah, we, we've come a long way. And, and, and one thing I thank God for is just uh, he, it, if it wasn't for him. I really don't know where we would be. I like, it's not really him counseling. You know, our, yeah. our apostle, first lady, definitely mm-hmm. been there for us, giving us just gems, stuff that yeah. we learned in 2017, applied in 2020. Yeah. That for kind sure. of gems for, sure. uh, for marriage um, has been important. And forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many things that we do to one another on a day to day basis that we might not even know we do or we might not even be aware to and God will reveal to us in marriage and be like, well, do you, you know you do this too? Like, I know you're trying to point it out, yeah. but I want you to know that this is you. you seeing you. <laughs> uh, so with that being said, we're going to jump into ad tax mode. All right, guys, this is our part of the podcast where we just share a little insight, a little wisdom, a little free game. Um, just to take you out through the week or take you out through the day or take you through rush hour that is non-existent, I believe. I don't know. Are any of y'all in rush hour these days? But, um, <laughs> you know, just take you through your Monday, if nothing else. Um, we just share some things that we're, you know, we've overcome or that we've just, just little nuggets that we got. So you want to go first? Um, yeah, sure. Um, one thing I'm learning in this season is to enjoy the now, but build for later. Um, enjoying the now doesn't mean I'm gonna sit on the couch and just waste a day away. Enjoying the now, knowing is knowing that my my wife has been really heavy on me and finding a balance between business, life, faith, 
Um, because I'm an all in or all out person. Like I don't know how to put too many hats on. Um, but when I put one hat on, it's very hard to take off. Um, so I'm learning how to find the balance between building um, and resting. And I urge you to do the same, that your thought pattern or your thoughts could be so heavy on building that you never get that chance to rest. Mm. And what I mean by rest is not, oh, I'm just going to chill all day and lounge. What I mean by rest is like not worry about it, Mm. not have any fear behind it, not to be pushed because you saw something or like somebody else is doing something, Mm. just truly resting at the feet of God and also operating in excellency. That's one thing I've seen myself grow from, from 2019 to 2020. If it ain't right, it ain't right. There's no in between. We ain't got to lie about it. It's just not right. Yeah. And if we got to go back to the drawing board, back to the drawing board and not having a time limit on how long it takes for it to get done. It will get done Mm -hmm. and just being focused. So as you're doing that, as you're trusting and believing in God, um, remain remain steadfast with your faith and believe on Jesus. That's all I got. Trigger. Amen. <laughs> I like it. Um, mine is you will only your body will only allow you to go where your mind has already been. Your mind has to be at your destination before your body shows up. And so I'm not even just talking about weight loss or just talking about anything having to do with your physical body. But even if it's your personal goals, you know, you want to be somewhere better in business. You want to be somewhere better spiritually. You have to have made your mind up and set your sights on something before it even looks like it's anywhere in arm's reach. So just encouraging you all today um, to just do that. And also something I saw on Facebook, but it just it just it hit different. Um, <laughs> walk so far away from your comfort zone. Why are you laughing? Go ahead. Walk, no, seriously. Walk so far away from your comfort zone that you don't know how to get back. Like, have you ever, like, actually gotten lost, you know, before? And you had to be like, all right, I, I, I don't know how to get back. I got to figure this thing out. Like, walk so far away from it. Sometimes, like, we do just enough to say, like, I did it. You know, we did just enough to say, you know, I, I hit a different um, calorie goal when I went to Orange Theory not so long ago. And it, Tweety was like, you look, 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 when you leave this house, you, you, you need to make up your mind that you about to, you know, you about to do this. And I was yeah. kind of like, okay, yeah, whatever. But like when I was in the midst of it and I saw I was so close, I was like, I got to do this. I can't come back and just be telling him that I, you know, because I don't really have an excuse for why I couldn't do it. Right. You know what I mean? And so, yes, 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 yes. You know, I just I realized that that was where my mind decided that I could go, but it can go further and you can do more and you can be more. It doesn't have to stop here. Sometimes we tell ourselves something that's not true. You be like, we talked about this the other day. You tired. You're not tired. You just don't want to do it. Like, <laughs> right. just say that. Just yeah. say that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like, man, I, I, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. No, you just don't want to do it. Or like, you don't just have say strategy. It. Just say it. You know, it's not ready yet. No, you just don't want to do it. It all comes down to you just don't want to do it. It's a choice. It's a decision. And what before you left that day, you said something and I wanted to just correct you. We have power in our words. Mm-hmm. Um, I talk to myself all the time. I have conversations 
with Tweety more than anybody, even you, Patrice. I have conversations with me all the time. Yeah. In my head and also outside my head and with Jesus and with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, and these conversations consist of decisions. Like, it's never about just fluff. Mm-hmm. Lord, like, should I go downstairs? Like, Lord, what you want me to, like, what do you want me to work on? Like, mm-hmm. that's why sometimes you find me very sporadic mm-hmm. when I'm in, like, creative mode or I thought of this or I'm doing that when it comes to different areas of business. It's like, God just keeps downloading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as he's downloading, it's never going to be in one area. It's just going to be an overflow. And you just don't know <laughs> how to receive all of it. Right, right. right um, so right, right. it's important that you talk to yourself the way God talks to you. Not even the way you talk to yourself. Talk what did to I say that day? Um, that day you were like, you know, I'm going to try to get 500. I said, try? What is that? Mm-hmm. Do. Mm-hmm. Do is an action. I am going to do. I'm going to make 500. I'm going to uh, get to 500 calories. Yeah. By the end of this workout. Mm-hmm. Because I, I wanted to lead by example the first day. I'm like, I've always been preaching to Patrice. Get to 500. Mm-hmm. Now, if I go up in here. And I fall short of 500. How then could she ever believe mm. that she'll get to 500 if she never saw somebody do it? Mm-hmm. And a lot of us, we fail in that, whether it's in finance, mm-hmm. business, marriages, because we never saw the example. But yeah. guess what? We have an example. His name is Jesus. Mm-hmm. So if you put your faith in him, mm-hmm. I bet you ain't nothing you can't do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm proud of you as well. I mean, 40 pound patty. You know, <laughs> dropping 40. I mean, finna drop another 40. Yeah, Lord. And for you know it, I be we gonna be where we need to be. Yeah. Because I think that's another thing as husbands that we need to do is encourage our wives in whatever the goals they have. Um, as 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 head of ho- our households, our job is not to just be concerned about what comes in as far as finances and money and this, but also the well being of our wife's mental state because they're warring for us without us even knowing sometimes the enemy will attack you through your wife Mm -hmm. whether you know it or not Mm -hmm. and if you're unaware of that you're not going to be on on, on prayer every morning you're not going to be you know uh making sure that their well-being is okay you're just going to be like well you know she's good Mm -hmm. so making sure that you're you're praying for your wives and i definitely um keep you lifted because i know that you know, some people have cursed for your future or for your uh, your weight loss. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's so many people who are like, man, you always been big all your life. Mm-hmm. You, I, I asked you a simple question. I don't mean to prolong it, but I think it's important for people to hear. Mm-hmm. I asked you a question. I was like, man, like when's the last time you saw yourself like this? Mm-hmm. And you're like. Never. <laughs> and I was like, never? <laughs> no, like yeah. the mindset yeah. should be like, since I haven't seen the never, it's going to it's happen. happen. Yeah. And that's where our mind needs to be stayed up, whether it's in faith, whether it's in business, no matter what's going around us, is like just because it never happened, don't, don't mean, mean it's can. not gonna happen. Yeah. That's it. That's all. We love y'all. We love y'all. Peace. Hey. <laughs> okay. Well, Before we get out of here, yeah. What we need y'all to do 
invoice. Yes, pay y'all invoice. This is how you do it. Go share this podcast with your mom and them. Show your mama how to listen to podcasts, okay? Tell, download the app for it. You got the time. Don't be impatient about it, all right? And let her listen to this podcast. Or your granny them, your auntie them, your uncles, all right? Send it to them. Send, just send it to them randomly. Send it to three people on your phone. We are challenging y'all to do it. Hey, whoever can show us that they have uh, sent it to three people in their phone, we're going to have a raffle. We're going to cash after you at the end of the week. We good for it. Mm-hmm. DM us. We good for it. Just just send us a screenshot. Um, but also, uh, just leave a review, guys. Let us know how we're doing. Um, just let us know. Let, let us know what these conversations are doing. Email us. We love when y'all do email us. And um, take care of yourselves. Peace. Y'all got one more. That's it.